Now I'm still looking at my vision, for thou art with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are y'all following that? So I'm not, I'm no longer looking at my distraction. I'm no longer studying how do I get over this. I'm no longer looking at it and saying how do I get around this. I'm no longer looking at saying do I deserve more. No, no, no. When I look, when I look at vision, I know I deserve more. When I look at vision, I know I'm greater than this. When I look at vision, you, you hear me? So I don't have to watch the steps I take. The vision tells me lift your foot. All y'all don't hear what I'm saying. As long as I can see. All right, welcome back to the Backpack Preacher Podcast. I was with Crystal and Gunlier last week, and we wanted to just jump back into this. Um, at the end of our last conversation, Crystal brought up a topic that um, is is vital, vital to um, people running businesses, churches, families, working in a job. How do you build amazing quality ministry while you have so many duties for her specifically and she'll go into this more being a wife being a friend to people being a daughter to her mother um taking care of her mother when she was sick um being a mother herself so it is, it is the duty of trying to hold everything together um especially while trying to do ministry and ministry is the part that seems so important because it's to God. Mm -hmm. And then sometimes, depending on who um, the person you're serving is, they'll almost make service to the church mm -hmm. and to them more important, more important. than, than mm -hmm. service to your family, your friends, mm -hmm. your parents, whatever. So this is a passionate point of yours, mm -hmm. and I just want you to be free to talk about your experience and um, really just help other people that are deeply involved. And I want to make this specific because... I'm not talking about um, an admin that just makes a call right. every now and then or right. faxes a paper. I'm talking right. about we were a mid-sized church that were operating with a mega level thinking. Right. Right. And our whole staff was um, working a job yeah. and trying to. Full time, but yeah. somehow. Yeah. And I don't know how. Yeah. But you, you, you do. So I want you to. I want you to, I want to learn from you today about what that was like for you. So when mom died, I had just started my career full time mm -hmm. and I had just, I was finishing undergrad and I was going into grad school. Mm -hmm. And so, um, Boomi and I had a conversation on early on because mm -hmm. you know, your marriage is supposed to be your first ministry, right? Mm -hmm. And so Boomi is just as dedicated as I am. Mm -hmm. Thank God that I married somebody who was. And so I think. Let's pause there. Mm-hmm. Because I think that's big. It is. Um, tell me about that experience with you and Boomi, um, how you how you were so blessed in that moment. So it's funny because you and I had a conversation maybe about six months before I met him. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, whoever I get was going to have to be here and just accept it. Because we were talking about marriages and sometimes people get married to mm -hmm. someone, they have to leave and go to their church. Mm -hmm. And you're like, Crystal, but what if he's not here? I'm like, well, I guess I'll never get married. So we laughed about it. Because I think it was mom, you, it was a couple of us. We laughed about it. But when I met Boomi, mm -hmm. and he would just come on a Saturday and help us clean the church. Mm -hmm. And I said, okay, so this might work. And then he started getting involved in ministry as we were dating. And I said, this really, really could work. And so once we got married, it was just a no-brainer for us to be 
to invite in ministry together. So mm-hmm. if I'm coming on Saturday, he's coming on Saturday. Whether I'm coming to be in the office and do work, he was coming to do something in the audio team. Like it was just always us working in ministry together. So mm-hmm. that made it, I think it made it easier for both of us. And with all the stuff that comes with marriage, period, mm-hmm. you know, we all know the stuff that comes with marriage, disagreements, all that. Mm-hmm. Would you say that both of your commitment to what you're doing for God at times became the glue that kept y'all together? Yeah, it did. Hmm. Because at the end of the day, we could be mad at each other, but if we have something we're working on together for church, it's like, we got we got to work this out. We have to figure this out. That's big. Yeah. So, I didn't mean to pause you, but but I, I needed to because that's, that's a lot of people, yeah. especially a lot of um, uh, female believers. I don't think you're supposed to use the word female anymore, right? We can use female. You can? Mm-hmm. I thought it We're was against the rules. We're oh, we can. You can. Okay. Because um, <laughs> I'm just supposed to say like woman believer. You're not, you're not supposed to say female anymore. Everybody knows your attention. Okay. But, <laughs> but I'm going to be right. Okay. There are a lot of men. There's a lot of women believers out there <laughs> okay. that, um, that do have a marriage that or 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 say they're single and they're mm-hmm. looking to date or marry and they're so committed to the work of of the ministry and then they run into a relationship that doesn't not value it. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about this Crystal because if Boomy didn't value the ministry. Mm-hmm. I mean you got blessed. You were I blessed. Did. I was. If if he didn't value the ministry it doesn't. It wouldn't have given you a right to say, "Well, screw you, husband. I'm still going to go do things for chosen generation or master builders." What, what should a woman do or a man that's in a relationship that they were committed to something way before the relationship, but right. now that relationship requires them? Right. What, right. What What do you do? I mean, what would you What would you advise, or what would you at least encourage? I mean, I would encourage the communication. So when mom died, my role stepped up a lot. And so I, Boomi and I had to have that conversation. Mm-hmm. Like, mom, Boomi, I'm going to be doing a lot more than what I was doing before. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know, I get it. I get it. But I still would make sure there was stuff in the house, like food in the house, things like that. Mm-hmm. You know, you still tend to your spouse. Um, but you just have to have, they have to know how passionate you are about that thing that you're pursuing outside of your marriage. Hmm. And know that it's not about me trying to go there to avoid marriage. I'm not going mm. there to find something else. I'm going there because, like, for me, that's literally my reasonable service, I feel like. This is what I'm supposed to do. That's major, man. That's major. And, and like you said, not just going, not just doing it, but understanding what you're doing mm-hmm. and what you're involved in. That's that's big. Don't forsake your spouse for ministry because then you just broke in ministry. You did. Because I think, and, and even, and I want to add to that, that even the, the spouse that's not supportive, right? sometimes that spouse has no clue mm-hmm. that the blessings that rain down on your house is because of this person's Absolutely. commitment. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. so I would like to encourage some of the husbands out Absolutely. there or wives that are, you know, trying to disengage their spouse from mm-hmm. ministry or their business or whatever is important to them. 
you you're also canceling the blessings that fall on your house from that person's commitment to God. It's crazy. Boomy and I had this conversation probably when we got the house. It mm-hmm. was like we had what we have is because we would never take a dime from our church after right. all these years, right. all the things we've done. Right. I'm not handing you a, a invoice. Mm-hmm. He's not handing you an invoice. Mm-hmm. It's like these are the things that happen because of what you do, because of your service. Yeah. And people don't understand that. And you, I want to say that. I love this, these conversations. Um, God gave us a grace that we never had to beg for money. Mm-hmm. Not that we ever had much, mm-hmm. but we never had to mm-hmm. raise a second, not even a second offering. We've right. never done it. Right. I think it's the commitment to the work yeah. that just drives them. I was yeah. talking to Narisha the other day, mm-hmm. and I said, yo, I don't think Jesus ever raised the offering. Mm-hmm. I don't, not that I can remember Jesus ever raising an mm-hmm. offering ever in the mm-hmm. scriptures ever. Mm-hmm. They had money. Right. Because that day the disciples were like, shit, we just go buy right. enough food for right. these people. So right. obviously they had money they in the had ministry. Money to buy they had it. money. Right. Because this was what? They said it was what? Uh, they fed 5,000, mm-hmm. but we knew we know it was ten to 12,000 people. Right. You know what it cost to, to feed 12,000 people? I can't imagine, but yeah. You had to have a yeah, ministry budget. You did. You did. They didn't have time to buy. Right. So a miracle had to happen. Right. And Jesus didn't raise an offering to make that mm-hmm. miracle happen because it wasn't going to be the money to make the miracle happen. Mm-hmm. It was the commitment to mm-hmm. the pe- to loving the people. Yep. Guys listening out there, please That's grab a hold buy. of this, man. That yeah. You know, I know for me personally, I have. Let me. I've suffered from my gifting. You have. But I never had to earn it from a man. Mm-mm. From I never had to earn it by serving a man. Mm-mm. I served Bishop with the commitment that I did because I wanted to. Right. Not because right. I was trying to gain something. Right. Or because you were paid to. Right. Right. And I think with you, with your family being blessed because of the ministry, I don't think it was the ministry that blessed you with your commitment to the to, ministry. Right. Right. That just blessed you. Absolutely. All right, let's go on more into the balance. How did you how did you deal with that work life marriage mom balance and and I, I I'm I'm really interested in your answer with this because I wasn't the pastor to say oh I just show up on Sundays and preach and right. I show up on Wednesdays and teach. Right. It was like yo let's save the world yeah. when next right. week right let's get the streets cleared of heroin how right. Christian no right. connections we can do it right how did you balance that with such a wild pastor. So, so like I said, I will put, you know, put family first, um, my immediate family. Mm-hmm. Um, for a long time, it was just me and Boomy, right? Mm-hmm. So that made it a little bit easier. Um, and then I, so, I, you know, I was in grad school and I'm working. I'm like, how am I going to do all this? Like, and then I said, Crystal, Crystal, put ministry before that. Mm-hmm. Like, I would literally, you would call and say, I need X, Y, Z by tomorrow. I would literally do that and then go write a paper a 20-page paper, and it would just come to me. You've mm. seen me at your house mm. after we've had a meeting sit there and write paper after paper, after, mm. and it would just come easy to me. Mm. And I said, this is going to be my motto. I'm going to put ministry stuff first, mm. and everything else is going to fall into line. Mm-hmm. My jobs have been easy. Not easy, but smooth. Mm-hmm. Um, school was smooth. Mm. Everything was smooth because I did that. Because you you really can't come up with a timetable for how it's going how everything is going to flow throughout your day. Mm-hmm. You can set goals, you can have priorities, you can have to do lists, 
But you literally have to put ministry first. Hmm. And not because it's religious. No, <laughs> because you're putting God what he's asking you first. And then he's literally taking care of everything else. And I love this conversation because we can talk this way, not in a religious way of um, if you don't, God is going to kill you. Right. No. It's more of, no, no. I really love God. I do. And it's proven that he really loves me. Yes. So I want to bless him first. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, again, yeah. it just feels so good mm-hmm. to to honor that truth without being religious about right. it, without being fearful. Like, right. I don't no, know. It just, just feels good. It just though. did it. That's that's major. Mm-hmm. That's major to do that. Um, and it's scriptural. Seek ye first. Yeah. Right. The, the kingdom, kingdom of God. God. Yeah. Right. And all these things will be added. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. It, it didn't say work for it. Right. It just said it will be added. And yeah. I think that's the point I was making when I brought up Bishop Scott was that I didn't work for anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I just suffered for stuff to right. make sure it was qualified. But I just sought the kingdom and stuff got added to me. Right. Like I never asked Bishop Scott, how do you do this? Yeah. It just it just came to me. Yeah. Because of my faithfulness and walking with him. Yeah. And, um, and, and I mean, it would take me hours sometimes to get stuff done. Mm-hmm. I'd be up till two or three o'clock in the morning, but it wouldn't feel like that because of what I put ahead of everything else. Which proves that the tithe isn't the only thing you should give it's to God not, first. It's not. But don't we all, we, when we talk about giving to God first, we only talk about the tithe. Mm-hmm. We Nobody never talk about, about energy, time, time mm-hmm. you know, anything else. Mm-hmm. It's like, mm-hmm. wow. when someone says, you have 24 hours of the day, you should tithe. People are like, oh my gosh, I should. And it's like, that's part of, yeah. Because yeah, people time. don't talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. People don't talk about time. So, so, um, let's, let's, let's dig deeper into the, to, to the, to the balance. What did you do? I mean, you won't like this term, but what did you do to ultimately feel like you, you won in that area? I, I know you don't think you won. Mm-hmm. I know you won because I've been there the whole time. Mm-hmm. And I know you don't ever feel like you won. So mm-hmm. you won't never <laughs> talk from that aspect, but so you will talk from that aspect. I'm telling you without lie, without any addition, I've seen you win up until the day I retired. I saw you win. I saw you win us, you know, win to the point where we figure out a plan to pay off a quarter million dollar building. You know, that moment I was like, wow. So did that, let me ask you, did that change your mind about yourself? So this is the place I've always been in trying to figure things out. And so what it did was it didn't change my mind about myself, but it took a big burden off. And then at one point I'm like, yo, we really did this. Like even looking back on it now, sometimes I'm like, we really did this. Like we can do anything. Okay, we really can do anything. Okay, maybe we really can do anything. <laughs> yeah, because so, I mean, those, that last month, and, I mean, that last year and a half of paying that building off was rough. That might have been the roughest, the roughest time of ministry. Which proved his, mm-hmm. that it, it, you know, mm-hmm. if it happened any other way, we'd have been happy. Yep. But because of how it happened, mm-hmm. we were elated. Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 Because, yes, it, it, it was almost like it was God's design, yes. though, to almost say, I gave this to you mm-hmm. when you didn't have nothing, mm-hmm. and, and I'm going to cause you all to pay it off yep. while you have nothing. While you have nothing. Which proves that that whole project yes. was God's it idea was. from beginning to end. It was. It was. He and proved it, it. it furthered my, my point of always saying, trust your leader. Mm. It, 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 it trust your leader. That was a wild one. Because that was a wild one when you came and said, let's have two buildings at one time. Like, did our membership increase I, I went 50%? the whole block. I went half the block. 
Mike, did our membership increase by 50%? Like, is there a reason why he said we're going to have all this extra money? Like, okay, let's do it. Well, let's do it. Let's do it. And that was that was God's, he sealed the deal. Like, I told you. He did it. We got mm-hmm. rid of one building, mm-hmm. paid the other one mm-hmm. off, and, and have a future. Mm-hmm. Again, it wasn't my plan. That's the And that's what I want leaders to understand. Even when you're dealing with people that are faithful to you, like Crystal and her husband and other people were to me, you still have to just fear God yeah. with proper fear as a leader. Don't just obey him. It may be weird. It may be crazy. One thing that always proved to me that I was in the will of God is that y'all always follow. Yeah. And not because I, I was never a, a, like a kingly leader. Right. I never was a demanding leader. Right. I never was a like make y'all scared of me leader. Right. My confirmation was always like every time I said something, no matter how wild it was, Y'all will recognize God in it and go yeah. with me. Mm-hmm. Um, those, if I ever came up with something and said, guys, let's do this, and you guys weren't in, it would have been a quick sign to me mm-hmm. that this isn't the will of God mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. the sign was always wow. The yeah. people, what they don't even understand it. Mm-hmm. Some people will say, well, why? The, the reward of what you did should be the proof. Nope. Yeah. The reward came before the reward for yeah. me. Yeah. Having support yeah. has always been the biggest reward yeah. for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. How did you feel as we approached um, retirement? Were you were you really? Did you feel like you retired too? I did because I think at some point I realized that um, my um, assignment is to your ministry, right, mm-hmm. and not just to church in general, right, and so. I'm like, but there's gonna be more after this. So let me just take this little bit, this little bit of rest, this little half an hour of sleep I can get mm-hmm. before we go on to the next thing. But I did. I did. It was so Kenny and I were talking about it, I think the day of. It was kind of bittersweet mm-hmm. because we had just it'd been what 20 years. So it was bittersweet, but I did. Mm-hmm. I did. And I felt like you could finally rest mm-hmm. in who you want to be. You could be free. You could be you. I think that was the biggest. Yeah thing for me was like you can finally just rest and be who God called you to be without yeah all this stuff without that comes along stuff. with it yeah yeah and you know what's what's interesting I never felt not free mm-hmm. it's weird oh let me say it let me say it this way I felt 98 percent free as a pastor but that two percent Bothered me so much that you couldn't let it go. That the ninety eight wasn't even mm-hmm. worth it. I had to walk away. Mm-hmm. I like, and I could walk away knowing mm-hmm. that I had given everything. Like it was no, it was nothing else that I could have gave. It wasn't mm-hmm. like I afterwards it's like Dad. What? And what I can honestly say since yeah. June second of two thousand nineteen, mm-hmm. I've never said. Dag, it was something else. I should have, I should have, I should have did more. I should have. Mm-hmm. Again, I never pastored perfectly, mm-hmm. but I emptied myself mm-hmm. while I was there, mm-hmm. and I can confidently say that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, and it's nothing. It's one thing to say, "Yo, I lost," and people can't see loss, right? Right. But, but my losses were on display. Yeah, they were always. And visible. y'all didn't yeah. even see the inward. Yeah, no, loss. and that's the part. You know, <laughs> you you would take a major loss, and then like two months later. Well, why isn't he getting organized? I'm sorry, huh? 
Like, we <laughs> like, do you can we go back to like 2007 when this all started and just really think about all the loss he's taken and why he probably could walk away and nobody could say anything? Like, I'm just, you know, it was just one of those things where it's like you've taken loss after loss after <laughs> loss and try not to skip a beat. No, I tried my hardest not to. And but, you know, like we said last week, People don't recognize they don't. that. They, they, they don't. The mentality of a church goer is those people are there to give to mm-hmm. me. And if they're not giving to me at the level I think, I'm going to complain or move yeah. on. That's, yeah. just, the, that's yeah. just the attitude of, of, yeah. of the, the immature believer. And it, it is what it is. You know, yeah. um, I'm thankful I made it to this place. I'm thankful that I've got that 2% mm-hmm. because I didn't know that that 2% was the whole thing. Mm-mm. Right. That 2% right. was the whole thing. It was. Seriously. It if, was. It was. If, if, if the other things in my heart never come, yeah. the 2% was this right here. Yeah. Freedom. Yeah. It was It was that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm just happy that, that, that we made it to this place through all of the... I wish there was another. I know duality is only two things trying mm-hmm. to mix. I, if I could find a word that can't doesn't exist, that mm-hmm. is like eight things that mm-hmm. are trying to exist. We did that, and we did that by being ignorant and unlearned disciples. And servants can be successful in and outside of ministry too. Going back to like our first point of you can be successful in work, you can be successful at home, and also be successful in ministry. I'm going to give Crystal the final word on that because I think that is the work, life, marriage, balance. And I'm coming to think maybe it's not a balance. It's not. Maybe we just toss it all up to the God that can handle Mm -hmm. it. And then he will give us, or the better word, ration to us Mm -hmm. what we are empowered for at that moment. Yeah. Yeah. Don't give up on God. Don't give up on you. Because giving up on God is giving up on you. And giving up on you is giving up on God. Because he's in you. And you're in him. No fear. No shame and no compromise. Thanks for hanging out with the Backpack Preacher and my great friend Crystal. Hope your life is encouraged. Hope your strength is renewed. And no matter what you do, stay humble. Keep an open mind for Jesus. I love you. Next week. Hey, guys. Thank you so much for investing your time in the Backpack Preacher podcast. You can subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify Podcasts. You can also watch the re-air of our podcast on our YouTube station. One more thing, visit our website, www.the7crusade.org. Again, www.the7crusade.org. For our products, booking, or to support any of our world missions projects, visit our site today. Thank you so much for visiting with us. We'll see you all soon.